Across the entire world, I see really two classes of people. Those who live by faith and those who betray their conscience out of fear. On today's program, I have a really a very simple goal. I just want to inspire a few people today to stop being ruled by fear and to start living a life worth living. And you do that by standing firm to your convictions. I will ask you to stop betraying your conscience. Thanks for joining me today on Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip on America Out Loud Talk radio. We have a great team at America Out Loud, and our goal is simply to speak the truth, to speak it plainly and boldly, and at the same time to respect free speech. But when we speak the truth, we always want to speak it in love. And sometimes it's easy to forget that. But when we want to convince someone of something that is very, very important, then we have to approach them with an attitude of love. Because the truth is that people will figure you out if you are attacking them or just intentionally, first and foremost, trying to prove something against them or to one-up them. Today, I want to tell you a little story about an Irish teacher who recently was put in prison because, get this, because he refused to use gender-neutral pronouns. His name is Enoch Burke. Enoch was temporarily suspended on full pay from the Wilson's Hospital School after he refused to address a transgender student by they instead of he, according to an Irish outlet called The Independent. Enoch Burke is a Christian, and when he was suspended with full pay, he decided to continue showing up to work every day despite the suspension. Why did he do that? Because of conscience. He claimed, I am here today because I would not call a boy a girl. That's when he ended up in court. He added that staying away from school for such an egregious, ridiculous accusation is not something I will do. It is a violation of my conscience. Wow, impressive. I couldn't help but read the rest of this article. Stop right there. Enoch Burke, a teacher, a high school teacher in the country of Ireland, stood up for something as he was assaulted in the course of his day, assaulted in his conscience and told that he must not be true to his conscience. But he decided in opposition to resist and to obey his conscience, being true to his inner convictions. Today, that's just refreshing to my heart, I have to tell you. Because America, as you know, is in a world of hurt because we are 
in a sea of compromise. When you know that you are right based on a sound principle, and when you act accordingly, you are true to your convictions, true to your conscience. So because of his conscience, he kept showing up at the school. And even though he was offered pay, he showed up for class to teach his classroom uh, students. And then this boarding school got a restraining order against him, saying that he was not allowed in the building. Now stop again right there. He disobeyed the order the court order to stay away from the school. Now, that was a court-mandated order. Should he have obeyed that? I mean, shouldn't he have, he have obeyed? We are directed to obey the governing authorities, right? Well, wrong. Not necessarily. When he disobeyed the courts on a principle of conscience, that's called civil disobedience. And it's called civil because he didn't commit any kind of a crime. He just said, no, I don't think you'll tell me I can't come and teach my class today. I think I'll come anyway and do my job. Thank you very much. Well, you can imagine what happened. The school's board then filed a complaint against him and a Justice Miriam O'Regan ordered Burke to be arrested and brought to court. In court, he claimed that his suspension was invalid and that he would have had to commit, quote, an act of gross misconduct for it to be justified. Hmm. Isn't that true? I mean, do courts just hand out like candy a restraining order stating that you are mandated by law to stay away from a place? I mean, you've heard of uh, restraining orders uh, against people uh, when it comes to domestic violence, and that makes good sense if there truly is domestic violence, and that should be proven at least beyond a reasonable doubt. But in this case, Enoch Burke refused to call a boy a girl. Now, it is, he also said this, okay, so he, he went to court and he just said it is reprehensible to anyone's religious beliefs could be taken as a ground for misconduct or gross misconduct. Were I to obey the order of the board of management on the order of the court, I would have to accept that sticking by my belief in male and female is wrong. Now that's called having conviction. And I'll tell you, I wanted to hug this guy. Wow. He was true to his conscience. He wasn't living in fear. He stayed true to the values that he cherished and possessed in his soul. I love it. And I need that today. He says something further. He said, were I to go into the school and bow to something I know to be manifestly wrong, it would be a shame and a disgrace on my part. Now that is called 
conviction. The wretched judge, Justice Michael Quinn, then ordered Burke to be committed to Mountjoy Prison and remain there indefinitely until he purges his contempt or, or until further order of the court. Well, isn't that nice? You're going to stay in prison until you repent and do what we tell you to do or until we order otherwise. Wow. Is this a court of justice, a court of law? And what was Burke's response? I love this guy. I cannot purge my contempt, he said, by holding my Christian beliefs in contempt. In other words, look, you can't make me do something that I don't believe that I ought to do. I have to be true to my conscience. Now get this, Wilson's Hospital School is a high school that is run by the Church of Ireland. Now that just disgusts me to no end. Of course, you could imagine the same thing happening right here in America, couldn't you? In fact, it has happened in America a thousand times over if you'll make allowances for other variations in the story. But just look at the churches in America. So many churches are as woke as the Church of Ireland as a whole, I'm speaking. And if you're wondering about your church, well, let me just ask you, did your church close when the government told them to close their doors? Walmart didn't, Costco didn't, liquor stores did not close their doors, but nearly all of the churches did. If your church closed, that means your church is woke, and your church needs to repent of that. Because if they did it once, I guarantee you there will be opportunity to do it again, and that it means obeying a rogue government. It means your church is weak. Woke is also just being stupid, in my opinion. I don't know how else to put it. It means your church chose to obey man rather than to obey God. And what about the judges in the land in America? Well, it's a mixed bag, right? We have had some victories and we have had some failures, but so many judges in America have caved to their fear. They fear losing their reputations, their wealth, their careers. And so what do they do? They simply compromise. They will go along with the party line and they sell out to the false prophets and false teachers who wish to simply control them. And they allow them to do it. But there are a few judges who have the attitude of Enoch Burke. And I suspect that when it came down to reversing the Roe decision, I think we had some judges that rightly stood their ground because murder is always wrong. It can never, never be justified for any reason. That's just a plain fact of life. And remember how many police officers stood down during the Antifa and BLM riots. 
they stood down. They obeyed rogue governors in cities like Chicago and Portland, in Los Angeles and in Seattle. They actually became derelict of duty. Police officers take an oath to protect the public. And police officers stood down, closed their doors, so to speak, because they were told to do so. How do they live with themselves? How do they sleep at night? This is, this has to be a violation of a principle of their conscience, is it not? I don't understand how they can do it. Unless I realize that fear controlled them. Somehow they were afraid of someone or of something. The bottom line is they lacked conviction. And that's a shame. It's a real shame. It is a disgrace, an absolute disgrace. Well, I don't know if any police officers have changed their minds, but I know a lot of them have quit because of that. But let's look a little further. We have the FBI and the CIA, and let's face it, they have become really bad trees that bear really bad fruit. How else could they justify once again framing President Donald Trump and at the same time ignoring fake President Biden's crimes and his entire family's crimes, and then at the same time colluding with Nancy Pelosi's staged January 6th insurrection, and at the same time telling Mark Zuckerberg to bury all information about Hunter's laptop from hell story. This is your FBI and your CIA at work. Who are they defending? Who are they supporting? I thought those government agencies were supposed to be to protect our nation. And look at what they do instead. They are absolutely destroying it. Well, I saw a picture of this Enoch Burke, this teacher, high school teacher, and I have to tell you, his profile is quite unimpressive, which impresses me. When I see a person like Enoch Burke, who is kind of a thin-framed guy and wears glasses, looks kind of nerdy, and when I hear of what he did, I can only help but feel proud. I feel inspired. Inspired. I'm even more committed than ever to resist and expose evil. And that is the effect that people have who take a stand and remain true to their conscience, true to their convictions. Well, look at what it got Enoch Burke. He was thrown in prison for a pronoun. Now, that is so sad. So sad that he has lost his job, his income, his reputation. I don't know if he's married and how this might affect his family, but sometimes we pay a heck of a price for remaining true to conscience. But I'm telling you, it is a whole lot better to be true to conscience than to live in fear. And when I look at a guy like Enoch Burke, who doesn't seem all that impressive in any way, really, when you look at him and hear his story, 
I think of that amazing verse in Scripture in the New Testament in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 26, which says, For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. Well, it's debatable whether Enoch was called or not, he was in that situation and he dealt with it when he was attacked. But wise, according to worldly wisdom, they would call Burke an absolute fool for not just submitting, caving and giving in. He lost his job. He lost his freedom. He lost his reputation. He's probably going to be mocked before the entire world because of the foolishness of an ungodly judge. Not many wise are called. Was he mighty? Well, not many mighty are called. And now I already told you, Burke looks like an absolute nerd. He's a scorny little weakling kind of a guy with glasses. Probably kind of like me without the glasses. Your stereotypical good teacher is what Enoch Burke looks like. And let me tell you, he's anything but a mighty warrior, okay? He's not a buff weightlifter who artificially grows his muscle cells from spending hours in the gym every day and taking high-dose proteins and possibly anabolic steroids. He's just who he is, and he is not mighty. But you see, you're calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh and not many mighty are called and not many noble well burke is just a measly high school teacher he obviously doesn't have any influential daddy like hunter biden did to defend him right he obviously lacks wealth or he wouldn't be a teacher right and in the court's eyes how do you think that judge looked at him with inferiority right he is inferior he is insignificant he is despicable how dare he dishonor himself by refusing to do what the state is telling him to do. But because Enoch chose to stay true to his convictions, God chose him for that moment. And there is no greater honor than to suffer for a just cause. It reminds me of an historical event that took place long ago. And we read about that in Acts chapter 5, where the apostles of Jesus were just imprisoned for spreading the gospel. Ooh, horrendous stuff there. But they were miraculously released from prison. And what did they do? They went right back out on the streets, again, preaching the good news. Boy, these are hard-headed people. And then they were apprehended by the authorities. They said, did we not strictly command you not to teach? Isn't that the same words that was given to that Irish teacher, to Mr. Burke? Didn't we command you not to teach? What did the apostles do? And what did Enoch Burke, the Irish teacher, do? They demonstrated a blatant act of civil disobedience. And I am so proud of them and inspired by them. They demonstrated disobedience. They refused to comply 
when they were ordered to do something by their corrupt leadership, they said, no, I refuse to do it. Well, you remember what happened to the apostles? They were taken back into custody and then they were beaten. They were beaten and that might have been with a real stiff rod or a whip called the cat of nine tails. And they probably came out of that situation bleeding pretty badly. And then they were again commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus. And then they released them. Now, if that just happened to me, I was beaten, bleeding, hurting really badly. What would I do? What would you do? Have you learned your lesson, little boy or little girl? And we read in Acts 5.41, so they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. Wow. Do you know what that kind of event does to our human being's soul? They suffered and they counted it a joy and a privilege to be whipped, beaten, and bleeding for the cause of Jesus Christ because that was the conviction of their heart and soul. I love being around people like that. I really do. Now, what if, just what if you were in the same position as Enoch Burke? Be honest with yourself. What would you have done? Would you have complied? Let me just give you a multiple choice question. Number one, I would have complied and called this brainwashed boy they as I was commanded to do. Choice number one. Number two, I would take advantage of the situation. Hey, remember, he got paid leave. Would you do that? Temporarily suspended on full pay. Yeah. Would you have taken that and milked it for all it's worth? Get an extended paid vacation? I think a lot of people would have probably chosen that option. Or how about option number three for those who maybe have a little bit more nobility, a little bit more oomph in their step? Maybe you would have quit your job in protest. Now, that is exactly what that school was likely hoping for when it came to Enoch Burke. Hey, let's just get him to quit, okay? And if he quit, then we don't have to pay him anymore, and we don't have to deal with a rebel. Or you could have chosen option four, which is to refuse to comply and fight for what you know is right by going back and saying, no, I will not obey you because you are wrong. This is a basic elemental wrongdoing that I refuse to partake in. That is exactly the kind of patriots America needs right now and the entire world needs because we are being globally attacked. 
You know, I'm not sure what a poll would show if this multiple choice question went out, but reality would suggest that we'd be lucky if perhaps one in a thousand people would do what Burke did. Okay, and maybe I'm even being optimistic there because in my own life, I see very few people who have a fervent conviction to abide by those principles, those enduring teachings that have been embedded in our brains out of a sheer conviction to do the right thing. And that's exactly what we need to do right now. Burke was absolutely a victim because he was caught in the soup bowl of evil and stupidity noodles. You know, he didn't go looking for trouble. He was just trying to do his job. As were a lot of you people who were told that you need to take that toxic shot or lose your job, right? Very similar situation. Do you see where I'm going? But when it came to him, he did not back down. He didn't quit his job. He didn't say, oh, you're going to pay me without leave? with leave? Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Bye-bye and go have fun. No, he stood on a principle. He did not comply. A lot of you did comply with taking this so-called vaccine. And many of you have paid a horrible price. Many people have paid with their lives. They are dead. Dead, rotting in the ground or consumed consumed by fire because they made a bad choice. You see, if we all responded the way Enoch Burke responded, communism would not exist in the world. It would never have opportunity to even take hold in the first place. Period. People in the world are oppressed because they are ruled by fear and they lack conviction. You always have a choice. It doesn't matter if someone is pointing a rifle to your head, a gun to your head, and say comply. You have a choice, always. And remember that life begins when we breathe our last here on this earth. But because so many people across the entire world do tuck their tails and sheepishly comply with lawless, godless, nonsensical mandates and threats and immoral injunctions, the world actually suffers greatly. In other words, we bring pain and oppression upon ourselves because we obey fear. We live in a state of fear. That's a horrible, horrible way to be. We suffer because of it. Now, it's not easy to admit, but when we violate our conscience because of fear, what we do is become absolutely miserable human beings. You know why? Because we become a slave to our own fear. And then when we are ruled by fear, it becomes habitual. And we place ourselves in a cage 
that requires no key to lock us in because the betrayal of our own conscience is the key that locks the cage door. And in such a state, we do everything we can to justify our own pathetic, impish inaction. That's just a little food for thought today. Because like I said, what I'd really like to do today is convince a few people to stop being ruled by fear and to start living a life that is worth living. And we do that by remaining true to our convictions, by being true to our conscience. But a conscience has to have a right basis. You can have a bad conscience. You can have a distorted conscience. The conscience is not always right. And therefore, you need the good standard to build the good conscience. And when you do that, fear flies far, far away from you. But how do we change this mentality? How do we actually make men or women out of mice? I'm talking here about having cojones. I'm talking about having enough testosterone to stop violating your conscience. How do we do that? Well, I want to talk about that in some detail, but I'm going to take a short break and be right back. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the povidone iodine-based nasal spray, Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. Now the spirit of American liberty and justice is woven into the soul of America Out Loud. Now we invite you, friends, to invest some of your time with our magnificent family of experts, their minds and voices. It's all back at AmericaOutloud.com. Liberty and justice for all. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep 
a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to Unity Without Compromise. This is your host, Dr. Steve Latula. Remember that my program does air at 12 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the weekends. It then goes to a podcast a few days later. You can go to americaoutloud.com to access all of my podcasts, as well as my columns that are written at least weekly. I'd also ask you to check out all the teams, uh, the entire team on America Out Loud Talk Radio, because if you're interested in really hearing the truth and not the misinformation that you hear all day long from the lamestream media and all government sources, if you really want an honest discussion of the truth, check out the other team members. We're not perfect. We're all human beings. We are all flawed. We are all patriots. We love our country. We love our God. And we simply love people because of that. Well, I'm encouraging you today to stop violating your conscience. It's a fact. Life is hard. Life is unfair. And it's a plain fact that the United States federal government is as corrupt as it ever has been. And your government right now is making life a whole lot harder and a whole lot more unfair. And it should make you angry. But some of you are tucking your tails, cowering, afraid of the wolves. And so you hide and you don't say anything. That makes me angry. America has gone from the great melting pot, pot of hard workers to the sordid peapot. We have to change the way we think and the way we act. We have to stop being the silent majority. And I want you to really think about how you specifically can overcome the hurdle of violating your own conscience. Every day, we hear what sounds like stupidity and insanity, you know, pure craziness. Only it's not really crazy at all. It is just pure evil. But let me tell you, it does sound stupid. And so a lot of us say that. They're crazy, right? I mean, think about it. Biden's COVID advisor, Ashish Jha, believes God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. That's what he just said. Now, that's just stupid, right? Yes, it is. Those are just stupid words. Who is he? Is he a doctor? Really? Is he a scientist? Does he know anything? Did he ever go to kindergarten? 
That's just a stupid comment, right? Except that he is pushing an agenda that is being pushed by someone behind him who wants to do evil to you and me. Look at Gavin Newsom. He says, he tells everybody in California to stop producing gas-powered cars. And now he's telling them to stop charging your electric cars. And how many stupid people are falling for that stupidity, right? It's crazy. Except that Gavin Newsom serves the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset. He wants a one world order, and he knows that we must bring down America to accomplish that task. That ought to be concerning to us. Now we're there facing ma massive power outages in California and the Bay Area amidst a blistering heat wave, and they don't want you to have a gas-driven car. But Biden's energy secretary, Jennifer Granham, says that the entire country should follow California's radical ban on gas-powered vehicle sales. Oh, really? Doesn't that sound stupid? I mean, anybody in their right mind knows this defies every rule of common sense. Don't buy it. But is it stupid? Yes and no, because that is driven by an evil force, by, by globalist elites who want to dictate everything you do so that they can control you. Are they stupid? No, not in their eyes and not in my eyes because their plan is working pretty well right now. You see, they regard you as nothing more than a, a lowly peasant. You are a serf in the World Economic Forum's New World Order, the Great Reset. If you don't see that, then it is not they who are stupid, right? They control you because you comply with their so-called stupid rules. And would you call California's recently passed legislative bill AB 2098 stupid? You've heard of that, right? The bill states, it shall constitute unprofessional conduct for a physician and surgeon to disseminate misinformation or disinformation related to COVID-19, including false or misleading information regarding the nature and risk of the virus, its prevention and treatment, and the development, safety, and effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines. Now, that is not stupid. I am personally sick and tired of hearing the word COVID. It's like I can't take it anymore. This is just so crazy. COVID's gone, right? But this is not stupid. This is Nazi censorship that deprives you, the patient, of truth in medicine. Would you like a little dose of truth from a doctor who was already canceled in the state of Oregon where they had no such law and I had no warning whatsoever and they took my license for doing the right thing, for treating effectively with 100% success COVID patients. But you want some truth in medicine? The truth is 
that jab that they're poking everybody with is not a vaccine. By definition, it is a bioweapon that is killing children and adults daily across America and the globe because of a man-made sequence, genetic sequence, which is the spike protein. And no, it is not safe and effective. But under legislative bill AB 2098, I cannot tell you that because I will be declared unprofessional and they will come after my license by either suspending it or revoking it. That means taking it away permanently. And they did both to me. Sure, I'm fighting it. It's not the end of the story, but I'm having to fight it to take a stand for the sake of patience. The Wuhan virus is long gone. It has mutated and it has weakened through those subsequent mutations. Many times it has mutated already. And so it's gone. Why would you want to take a so-called vaccine for a non-existent virus, an old strain that does not exist anymore? What is stupid by your definition? Masking is worthless. That's the truth in medicine. It only declares you to be a blind, submissive sheep when you are wearing that swastika symbol over your face. Now, this is all true information, but they would call it all misinformation. But if your doctor shares this with you and gives you informed consent about these things, that means telling you all the possibilities of what might happen to you if you take this or that, then he may have his license suspended or revoked. Would they really do that? Well, of course they would. They already did it to me. Remember the corrupt Oregon Medical Board who, who serves the communist Oregon governor, Kate Brown, first suspended my license for publicly declaring that early treatment works very well. You see, that was the truth in medicine. 200 of my patients recovered fully within a week's time. Okay, but that was evil to them. I did not follow the narrative. And because of their evil, I filed federal lawsuit against them. And then they retaliated and took my license, revoked it while I was away on vacation, sent me something that required a response in three weeks. And I came back in seven weeks. And there was no such law, no such bill in Oregon. What do you think of that? That is not stupid. That is evil. That is pure evil. But as I said, it's not the end of the story. I do plan to take down the Oregon Medical Board as well as individual members of that board, hopefully in Supreme Court, because this is where we are going to see real lasting victory and a true impact on medicine. But meanwhile, hey, guess what? I have an interview with the Florida Medical Board in early October to obtain my Florida medical license. Will the Florida Medical Board do the right thing? Will they be true to their conscience or will they cave out of fear? I don't know, but I let you know in a short time. What I will not do is violate my conscience 
When I go face to face to speak with the Florida Medical Board, I will speak simply and plainly and honestly, because ultimately I answer to God. And that's the only thing that is important. And we must never violate our conscience. We simply must not do it. I must not, and neither must you, if America is to survive. And we need to remember that. Will there be a cost? Yes, of course there'll be a cost to anything that is worth fighting for. There are always victims. But it doesn't mean that you have to live in the victim mode, because if you do, you will cower and you will live in fear and wrongs will not be set right. And that's what needs to happen right now. We have got to get very, very serious about where our country is going right now. If you think that stupid is ruling the land, forget it. It is all calculated. It is not we, the deaf, dumb, and blind masses who are being forced, hypnotized into complying with evil. It is always, always, always an individual choice. You do have a choice. And you must choose to never violate your conscience, because as soon as you do that, you will feel a new vitality that you have not known before. And I would challenge you to do it. This is why Christians practice what is called the spiritual disciplines. When we fast, when we take an hour to pray, when we donate money or time and labors to a good cause and some sacrifice to ourselves, we become empowered within our heart and souls. And the sacrifice makes us feel good inside that we have done the right thing. And if you don't know that feeling, you're missing out on the best things in life. Absolutely. The best things in life. We have to remember that we are fighting a strong and dark opposition called government. We are fighting for our lives as a nation right now. And if we don't remain true to our convictions, we will soon be a byword. Remember, the FBI just illegally raided the home of a former president and a future presidential candidate of the United States of America. Now we know that they stole some things as in 40 years of tax records from President Biden's home. They went into his wife's things. They went into Baron Trump's room and looked through all of his stuff. You know what that's called? It's called election interference. And that is treason. That is a treasonous act committed by our FBI, Federal Bureau of Investigation. They have just sold their souls. They have succumbed to fear with whatever it is they are fearing. Please also remember 
don't let this go away. 87,000 armed IRS agents are being trained so that they can come after you. Now, this is not stupidity. They are not stupid who are arming IRS. This is the SS police, the secret police who are coming to take you over. This is a communist takeover, plain and simple. This is not conspiracy theory. This is evil taking place before our eyes. And if you think we're not in trouble still, remember that voter fraud is still a very real threat to every American citizen in every state. When they steal your vote, they steal your freedom. We have Dominion voting machines scattered all over the country, and they have not yet been banned, despite all the evidence that we have on what is happening in America. What's up with that? Why are we so weak and powerless? Why do we allow the enemy to do this? The domestic enemy is overpowering us because we are cowering in fear. And voter fraud could be the end of freedom. because. If we don't take back our country by the ballot, we have one other choice. And you know what that is. That's why the Second Amendment was written. And if you still are not convinced, realize that Joe Biden, the demented communist, acts on behalf of a secret puppet team. And we don't know for sure who that is. It might be Obama himself serving a third term as president, I wouldn't doubt it a bit. But they, whoever they are, have just threatened you and I in no uncertain terms, calling you a dangerous extremist MAGA right winger. And we are being told there's some 75,000 of us. Oh, no, it's much more than that. There have been a lot of converts since 2020 when Biden was installed as an illegitimate president in the same way that Obama was installed as an illegitimate president because he is not an American citizen, not American born. But they are threatening you and I in no uncertain terms, and they are calling you the MAGA crowd, the Let's make America great again, crowd, the people who cherish their homeland and truly want to make America a great nation. They are calling us dangerous. In medicine, we call that projection. They are the threat, but they accuse you of being the very threat that they are. Open borders, rampant crime, mutilating our children, cutting off their breasts and, and genital parts because they have been perverted in their minds, brainwashed by the ungodly, sexually perverse LGBT community that are spineless, godless people who will destroy our nation. We have allowed them to poison our children, to poison our own citizens, and they are poisoning our citizens with an injectable bioweapon and still pushing this so-called jab, this vaccine. For what reason? For what reason? Where's the emergency? 
There's no emergency right now. There's no pandemic. And yet they will force it. And they will force your children to mask up again in the coming school year in many places. And we accept that? I hope not. They are destroying our children's minds. They are ruining our economy, funding our enemies with many billions of dollars, all at our expense. We are paying for our own destruction. We are subservient to a communist regime, and we live in fear. And they say we are the dangerous ones. And to that I say, perhaps we should become a whole lot more dangerous to the communist regime. Yeah, we should become more dangerous. But that takes conviction, doesn't it? To stop violating your conscience and allowing fear to rule your life takes some kind of conviction. It takes character. Many people still lack conviction. They might have good intent, but they don't want to make waves. Your life is still too important to you. Your comfort is still too precious. Your possessions still possess you. How do you overcome this? Well, there are a few ways. First of all, you can become a victim of a ruthless assault uh, somehow, and then you get fired up and angry because finally maybe your child just died from a shot or you yourself have suffered. Maybe you were one of the victims who closed down and lost your business and you're angry. Well, good for you. You should be angry. Another way would be to give you testosterone injections. Sure, but that makes you pretty aggressive sometimes, especially if you give the dose you need to develop some conviction. And it's also dangerous, so please do not do it. Anabolic steroids are dangerous. I'm not encouraging that at all. A third way is to know God, and that's so simple. In the book of Philippians chapter 5, verse 1, it says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Bondage means slavery right? Same issue, same solution. Paul was talking about liberty in Christ as opposed to slavery under the law. And many Christians really don't understand that freedom that our Savior gave us is what makes us free in this world. It stops us from being gun shy and living fearfully. And maybe some people don't want to know the Bible. They don't want to know what it says because it might awaken their conscience and urge them to do something uncomfortable, as if that would be the most horrible thing in the world. Well, I tell you, it's not. Whenever I read the Bible, I do awaken to the whispers of my conscience. And because I read the Bible, I become sensitive to the words of God when he tells me to act according to what is written in that book. When your conscience is guided by God's truth, you have no choice but to act. And that action always brings peace and joy. And that's what I'm trying to get across today. I told you a story of the Irish teacher because he was an innocent victim of a diabolical scheme. And he responded correctly. I'm proud of him. And by the way, a Kansas teacher recently was fired for the same thing in 1990, or excuse me, in, in 2021, and she just won a $95,000 lawsuit. Good for her. We have hope. But some of us have to decide to fight. And I did that. When things are bad enough, this has to be done. When I spoke publicly about not wearing a stupid mask and about the fact that COVID could be treated, I lost everything. My clinic, my home, 
a small beach house, my reputation, my career, my relationship with thousands of patients who depended on me. But when God puts it in our hearts and minds to go, we must go or otherwise be miserable. Now, I'm telling you, that loss is nothing. It means nothing to me whatsoever compared to the loss of our free Christian nation. And so I fight. Good people, good patriots, people who love your neighbor and your country, we still have a chance to take back our country, but we must choose to do so. We are slated right now to win the House and maybe the Senate. Keep praying for our nation. You have seen what evil our godless leaders have done, and they must be stopped. Russiagate, the COVID genocide plan that has claimed so many millions of lives and will across the globe. The unrighteous wars like Ukraine, the filthy sexual perversion destroying our youth, the decimation of our great nation is at hand. Sometimes taking on and destroying evil is the greatest act of kindness to the world you can give. But that requires that we be true to a sensitized godly conscience. And so I ask you, please take action. We haven't much time to get the job done, but I'm confident that what we must do, we shall do. Thanks for listening to me today. I'll see you next week. Adieu.